Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm Courtney. And this is Two Girls in Ohio. Woo! Good stuff. Yeah, here we are. Just us. Yeah. Just us today. You know, I was thinking that that's kind of nice because when it's nice for both ways, right? It's mm-hmm. nice when we have someone because it's not our usual topics. Different stuff gets talked about. Like, it's yeah. just different mm-hmm. when someone else is with us. Than when we're just by ourselves, because we we're left to our. I don't feel bad at all. We're left to our own devices, and I don't give a shit what we talk about. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I feel like when we have other people, I don't like hear all the stuff I would hear no, about your life because no. there's like three people to share. Yeah. But I did. I've listened to Bailey Taylor and Jeff's episode, and I haven't really listened to any of the other ones recently. Because I feel like I really remember what we talk about. Whereas when there's three of us, for some reason, um, I'm like, what did we even talk about? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, we'll have to get... Leah, I think, is the next one. But she's like... She needs to get back here. Yeah, I feel like that's soon. I don't think she has a timeline on that yet, but it feels soon. Text, text me, Leah. Yeah, tell us, <laughs> Leah. Um, what's up? Okay, so tell me... We were just talking, and then we are like, we should just start. So, you had COVID weddings to recover this weekend. So, tell me how that all went. Um, yes, yeah, so it was Matt and Bryn's wedding. So they were originally supposed to get married July of 2020. Okay. And they were like, absolutely not postponing. So they postponed to January of 21, which I think was like a tad hopeful. And they kind of knew even when they postponed it, like, eh, this still probably isn't going to happen. Um, then like Cooper got married in October. Uh-huh. And I feel like that would have been like a sweet spot because that's when like cases were down, people were starting to whatever, but then as soon as like really bad weather hit, it like immediately took yeah, off Cooper again. Yeah, Cooper had the perfect wedding because yes. it was... Well, and it was in the middle of... It was in the middle of... Fuck nowhere. Yeah, nowhere. No one cared. So it was very... Yeah, it worked out... Per- it was almost like a normal wedding. Yes. It was almost. The only thing she said is that she feels like the older people left... Yeah. Because of COVID. Which, but in reality, <laughs> all it saved is embarrassment from the younger crowd. <laughs> on how drunk we got. Yeah, exactly. So really, that yeah. seems kind of like a win-win situation. It was, in my opinion. Um, Anyways. So then they rescheduled to January of 21. They ended up just getting married uh-huh. at their church. They yes. did St. Patrick's Cathedral downtown, which is like a beautiful church. I saw um, it. It And great. it was just family. Um, They still did pictures, and the videographer still went, and he made them, like, a mini video of the wedding ceremony, which they played at the reception when we all sat down before they, like, introduced the bridal party. Okay, that's cute. So I I actually literally was like, wait, 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 wait. This is what we should really do going forward. Because, like, who wants to sit through, like, an hour and a half Catholic Mass? No, no one. one. <laughs> no one. No one. So that actually was amazing. Yeah. Um, the, it was like just a cute little clip. The guy who did my wedding did it. Yeah. Um, and then they were also there on Saturday too. So like they'll have a part two to their wedding video, which will be the reception. And then um, like their photographers were there. They did a party bus. So we went downtown. We all stayed at the Renaissance. We went downtown and all the like bridal party people went and got on the bus and did pictures. They went inside the stadium because um, their friend Browning, who they used to work for at the stadium, yeah, he never left, and now he like oh. runs the team that wow. the college kids work for. Wow. Okay. So he let them in, um, and they had cool pictures. That's but neat. apparently, while they were on the field, like they started playing some music or something, and 
Ronnie's like looking around. He's like, what is happening? And all of a sudden, this guy comes out of the loudspeaker. He's like, oh, sorry. We thought you were the recruits. There's like recruits coming soon. And we were like playing music from. And I was like, oh, gosh. And Max goes, in what world is like eight dudes in really nice suits? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I know. that's what the, recruits are supposed to wear. The wedding but dress But they're also all white. So I was yeah. like, that's probably also not. The wedding style. dress and all the girls didn't mm-hmm. tip you off. Um, they had a huge bridal party. 22 people. Yeah, it was huge. That was like Kate and Jack. That's like, like old that. school. Yeah. Giant wedding. Well, to be fair, he has like seven brothers. Yes. So then there's that. Yes. Um, and, and a sister. Two sisters. Two. two. Yeah. So everyone's siblings were in the wedding. And then in-laws were also. So her older sister is married. He uh, was. Which, by the way, that is Jeff. Danielle and Jeff. That yeah. Jeff. Bryn's sister's husband, they're, like, the same person. Oh, you've said that before. Yes. And, like, yeah. this weekend, like, even more solidified yeah, it. it. And I even looked at Max at one point, and I was like, who does he remind you <laughs> yeah. of? And Max said Jeff, and I was like, yeah, I yeah, knew it. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Huh. Um, they don't look exactly like, but they do look similarly enough. It's the yeah. way they talk. Yeah. Like, if you overheard him talking yeah. somewhere, you'd, like, run in the room and be like, oh, my God, Jeff's here. And yeah. like, oh, wait. Yeah, um, that's funny. So then the significant others of the bridal party, we all... Drank at the hotel, and then we went to do Amici, which is, like, right across the street from the hotel. Dayon came and met us out. Um, Colleen came and met us out, because they were all, like, going to the reception afterwards. Nice. Um, so, the reception is at The View, which is where Max and I had our reception. Yeah. Have you been there since uh-uh. we had ours? Uh-uh. So, they've, like, added on to it, like, oh. different rooms. It's not... I'm sure they didn't actually add on to the building, but I think they made, like, other back rooms, like, nicer, so you could utilize them. Sure. Um, like, I think they now have, like, rooms there where, like, a bridal party could get ready. Where, like, oh, when we went, there no. was nothing like that. No. Um, but they also have a whole separate room that they use for cocktail hour. And, like, that's where the bar is set up permanently. Oh. Which is nice because when we went, we had to, like, make space for the bars. Yeah. And it took up room that, like, tables could have been. Sure. Um, so we had the cocktail hour, and then we went in there. Um, I'm trying to think of people saw. Lauren Adam were there. Scott and Tara were there. Yeah. Um, which haven't seen them in like so long. They now so, have like two kids. That's crazy. So did, so did they have as many people as you did at their wedding? Because I remember that space is big, but it's not after you start putting big tables in it. Um, yes, they had similar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they ended up with less just because people couldn't come sure. just because it was like postponed three times. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think originally it was like very similar guest list gotcha. numbers. Gotcha. Yeah. Because that's like a, I've noticed with weddings that if you have a big, too big of a space and you give people too much room, they almost don't make it to the dance floor. Yeah. Like we had a good friend's wedding, which I'm sure she doesn't listen to this, Um, and she had it. Like, on the water, on the lake, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. It was huge. Whatever. But she made, like, um, like cocktail tables off to the side of the dance floor. Yeah. And so many of us hadn't seen each other in so long from, like, high school and growing up. Yeah. That we stood, the majority of the time, we stood off to the side talking. Yeah. And it, because it was so convenient to be able to stand. We weren't sitting right. at, like, our dinner tables, but they yeah. had created, like, another area for people yeah. to hang out. And that's where we ended up hanging out the majority of the night because we were just taught, you know, we were so yeah. caught up in like catching up with other people. And so I was like, I think this space is too big. That was the first wedding. Well, maybe like second that I was like, this space, I noticed it is way too big. And you really have to like be 
she was upset because people weren't on the dance floor. Yeah. And we were like, we're coming, we're coming. But every time we would start, you know, you're having yeah. like real conversations with people yeah. that you haven't seen in years and, you know. But yeah, I feel like a space for a wedding is way more important than what you think logistically. Yeah. Well, and they definitely people danced. We all, their DJ was very good. Um, I usually like hate DJs, but I actually didn't mind him. Um, Max gave his best man speech. Was he did good? a very good job. Aww. I was very proud. He was like really nervous, um, which like he was Jeremy's best man too, and he wasn't as nervous for Jeremy's wedding. But I almost feel like it's because he didn't. Not like he expected to be Jeremy's, but like Jeremy doesn't have siblings and Max yeah. is like, I feel like I'm closest to Jeremy out of everyone. So when Jeremy asked Max, he wasn't like shocked, I guess. But yeah. like when Matt asked Max, I think Max was like, what? Because he has like all his brothers and yeah. like he's even really close to Lauren's husband. And yeah. I think he just kind of felt like, oh my gosh, this is like a big deal because if I don't do a good job, he could have been like, There's oh, I should have asked blah, blah, yeah. blah or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but he did a good job. Bryn's dad gave a speech, and it was like he was so nervous. He did a good job, but Aww. like he was like pacing back and forth, and like oh my gosh, I was like, it's okay, just take a deep breath. I feel like that's how all <laughs> the brides' dads are. The majority of them are like, oh god, just don't. You don't have to. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I mean, so I feel like I'm a bit. Um, I don't know what the word would be, but like my wedding was like one of the first weddings I ever even went to as an adult, which is kind of funny. Like, it was my own wedding. Like, I was never in anyone else's wedding other than being a flower girl when I was really little. And I'd only been to, like, two people's weddings that I was, like, adult. Like, I was invited. It wasn't like, your parents. hey, your yeah. family comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and those two people were through Max, which, like, he's oh, two okay. years older, so I feel like that kind of makes sense. But, like, in terms of, like, my friends, my people, whatever. So, yeah. like, my dad's speech was one of the first, like, dad speeches. Yeah. That, and it's, like, it's funny because... They all had good speeches. I feel like Jack was probably the most nervous, but he still did, like, such a good job. Yeah. I, my sister, I feel like, did really well. And yeah. if you know her, she, like, is not that type of person. So yeah. that was great. But, yeah, now when I go to weddings, it's either I realize, like, people just, like, hate giving speeches. And they're doing it because they feel like they should. Or they, like, get way too drunk. And then it's, like, way too much. Oh, my gosh. Then I, it's, like, a real spectacle. Oh. <laughs> then it's real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. You guys had fun. I saw you guys. Went, I'm assuming you went out after as well. We went to Brothers I afterwards. thought that was the interior. Which is, you know, just a good old time. Good old um, time. So, side story. We're sitting at Duamichi. Dayon just came. It's me, Dayon, and Colleen. We're talking. And Dayon's like, tonight's the last home game at the um, Cruise Stadium before, it's, like, they don't do it there anymore. And he has season tickets. And oh. he's like, I tried to give these tickets to, like, 80 people, and, like, no one will take them. And I was like, well, what if my friends Heather and Troy would take them? Would you give them to him? And he's like, yeah, I mean, they're literally going to go unused right now. Yeah. So I text Heather and I was like, would you want tickets to tonight's crew game? And she literally texted me back and just goes, what? How? Why? And I was like, well, it's a long story, but Dayon will just like text them to you. So Dayon yeah. gave them tickets because their kids were already with Troy's parents just to, like, oh, for nice. whatever. Yeah. And they like love the crew. And so they went, Jeff and Leah were there, so they hung out, and then Heather and Troy came to Brothers afterwards and, like, hung out with us. So we ended up, me and Max were, like, the last people from the wedding party that were there. Oh. Because we stayed with Heather and Troy. Everyone else got, like, way too drunk. I really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Uh, Bailey was at the game, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did see that. I I thought it got a little weird with, when I saw, 
when I saw, um, I knew Jeff and Bailey were going, but I didn't know that Heather and Troy were going. So when I saw them, I was like, oh, I wonder if Jeff asked them. But Jeff didn't say anything about that they were going. So I was wondering, like, how, I was like, that's a lot of people we Which, know the same game. the picture that he posted of him and Leah, he has, like, the crew shirt on. Yeah. Um, so he, apparently, Leah told this story to Heather, but was like, Hey, what are you wearing to the game? And Jeff was like, I have a really nice yellow button-up. And she was like, oh, absolutely not. So she stopped at, is it homage or homage? homage? I say homage, homage but I've heard it homage. He, She stopped at homage on the way to Jeff's and yeah. bought him that shirt. And was Aww. like, you're not going to a cream in a yellow button-up. Uh, but Jeff goes everywhere I was going to say, ups. that's on brand. <laughs> <laughs> he always looks way nicer than everyone else around him. <laughs> he likes it that way, I think. <laughs> like when we showed up at his house last week and I worked out and like was going to volleyball and I just showed up to his house. And I'm like, oh, you nice. All right. I'm trash. And he was like, I just got done with work. And I was like, well, me too, but. <laughs> no, that's like always though. Yeah. Like, yeah. we um, go to the lake, a lake, it doesn't yeah. matter what lake, but on a lake trip with him every year. And um, that's when he'll like pull out a like t-shirt that he like sleeps <laughs> in or something. And Heather every year is always like, Jeff, you're so dressed down. <laughs> like, really slumming it. Yeah. Um, but so when we were at Brothers, we ran into this group of people that, like, we know them through, like, I want to say, the one guy is the Eddie kid who went to OU. Okay. And met, there's, like, that whole backstory of how he knew Drew, Brianna's oh, ex-boyfriend. Yeah. 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 He was there with, like, his brother and, like, that crew, which I, I feel like they're Grove City people, so I think I know him through Jordan. Oh, okay. But it's funny because I've not seen that group of people in years, and probably the last time I saw them was at Brothers. So literally I looked at Max and I was like, I'm sitting here wondering like, do they still do the same thing they used to do? And I was like, however, they're probably thinking the same exact thing about us. Like they could have just been like randomly, let's go to Brothers too. And we're like there at the same time. But it was just funny. I was like, I'm having deja vu right now. Like, that is weird. Nothing even looks different in that bar. Like at least Gasworks, they like completely remodeled the inside. I haven't been in either. We I haven't been able to get into either one of them. Mm-hmm. Before the restrictions were up, the lines were so freaking long. We couldn't yeah. get into them. That was nice as well. Yeah. No restrictions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. it was a good time. Wasn't that hungover in the morning. Had the hotel, so just stayed there and woke up kid-free, which is always great. Always a plus. Always a plus. <laughs> um, and then went home, let the babysitter leave, and we went to my parents' house that afternoon for like Father's Day and my birthday. Had some ice cream cake. Nice. Yeah. Did they have fun on their bachelor trip? In Nashville? Have we yeah. not? Oh, yeah. I guess we didn't uh-uh. talk about it last Cause time because we, we were with Jeff. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Um, Matt just, like, wanted to see live music pretty much. Oh. Which is, like, that's yeah. a great place to go. Uh-huh. Um, Max said there was this one band that he was like, I wouldn't be surprised if in, like, a year or two years we, like, literally know who they are because yeah. they were, like, that good. Yeah. Which I feel like Max doesn't talk about music that much, so the fact that he, like, even recognized someone might be that good was, like, kind of cool. That's true. Yeah. It was good for him to go to Nashville, though, because I feel like every other place he'd be, like, trash. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not up to par. Um, but, yeah, they had fun there, too. Oh, so, good. overall, it was good. Now they're in Jamaica. They went on their honeymoon to Jamaica. Good for them. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What'd you do? Um, no, Friday, organized the cat, the... <laughs> the pantry? The pantry. Oh, God. I haven't been... So then I, once again, left on Saturday to go up to Norwalk, worked out, then went up to Norwalk. 
I have not been home on a Saturday in over a month. It's been four weeks. I've been gone every single weekend. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so, because even the weekend that we had the graduation party, we went on Sunday to Norwalk. Yeah. yeah. So it's been every single weekend. So it was fun though. Uh, it was crappy weather. So like I didn't rush to get up there. Um, but Kaylee had her third baby. Oh. She's a little sweetie. She's just a tiny little baby. So we were there at their house when they got home from the hospital. Cause, How old are they? What's the like space in between? Um. So Piper is three. Jet is one. And Amelia was just born. Okay. Like so, fresh yeah. one? Like one and a half? Like... Um, like Danny-ish territory. Okay, okay. Bull in a china shop, like just a nut, <laughs> just bouncing off everything like crazy person. Love that. And then you had Vivian with Emily's daughter, mm-hmm. and then you had her. Oh, it was just like it was white for like ten minutes. I was like, what? I just looked at Emily and I was like, what is happening right now? She was like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> it was just so many children, children yes. everywhere. It was just, and they were just like off the walls, off the walls. I was like. Who are these kids? Who's are these? That's like what Crooked Cam was like on Friday. They, it wasn't like a rehearsal dinner, but because like there's nothing to rehearse. But everyone kept being like, "What are we doing Friday before the wedding?" And so yeah. Matt and Bryn were like, "Let's just go to Crooked Can." And it had been raining, so like it cleared out, and then it was just us, and it was nice. like everyone's kids. Her cousin was there, who they're from Cincinnati, and they had two kids. One was two, one was four. So like my two started playing with them. Marley literally was like, this is Penelope. She's my best friend. And I was like, okay, you met her five seconds ago. But they were like laying on the grass at one point, looking up at the stars, like with their arms around each other. I was like, what in the world? I went to the mom. I was like, please tell me you live in Columbus. She's like, we live in Cincinnati. I was like, damn it. (laughs) But no, it is weird to just like all of a sudden look around and just think like, what were we doing even four years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Trent got up to go get a beer and walked back in the living room. And I was like, well, what the hell? And he was like, guess, yeah, you're about the only one around here that can drink with me, can't you? And I was like, yeah, don't count me out yet, man. None of these kids are mine. <laughs> drink whatever I want, so whatever just, I like, want. He gave me the beer in his hand and went out to the garage and got another one. That's a good boy. <laughs> we just looked around and I was like, so you guys have three kids now. <laughs> you're, you're doing this, eh? That is game changer, I think. It was wild. Kaylee just kept saying, Jet, who bowled in a china shop. She was like, he doesn't even know there's an infant in this room. Doesn't even know. (laughs) Not even on his radar that there is a tiny baby in someone's arms at any time. Like, no, not even a, not even there. But it was really sweet. Piper kept asking to hold the baby. And like, she was good with it. Like, being like, she's old enough that she was, she was good with it and kept asking to hold her. Marley keeps asking about babies. Well, number one, because Danny's like starting to talk and like, bigger just in general that I think she's noticing and so she keeps being like he's not a baby mom he's not a baby no. and I'm like he's not you're no, right like yeah. he's a he's a he's a boy now yeah. yeah and um so then she keeps being like yeah we need a baby and I'm like do we <laughs> All right, is this what sort of we situation are yeah, we in? Yeah, really. Here? What are you willing um, to contribute we here? We situation, uh, we babysitting uh, for life. But I will say that Piper's old enough that you can go. So you're right on the cusp. You can tell her to go do things, and she goes and does it. Yeah. Like, can you put like things that you need? Because like yeah. now she has 100 kids. So like <laughs> when Jet blew out, getting him up from his nap and no one noticed until he was all the way in the living room, she can be like, "Hey, go into his room and get new yeah. pants." You know, stuff like that that, like, actually is helpful to have mm-hmm. an extra set of hands. 
So I feel like if you're immediately like, hey, can you help? Hey, can you help? Like, I feel like you, it's okay. Yeah. It's that one in the middle that just seems like an actual disaster. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, bouncing off of everything. We're like, bud, what is happening to you? Danny, last night, I don't even know what he hit his face on, but all of a sudden there's just blood <laughs> in his mouth everywhere. And I'm what? like, what? I, he wouldn't even let me open his mouth to see what was bleeding. I was oh just like, God. okay, I'm giving up. Like, he won't let me look, and he's calmed down now, so we're just going to move on? Yeah, just I get guess. used to it. Get used to it. Dude, boys are just ER trips waiting to happen. Oh, I literally was like, I don't even know what you hit your face on, let alone like yeah, where what, you're bleeding from. Yeah, yeah. What, I, what procedure I could do here. Yeah. Yeah. I was on the phone with Jeff and Danielle last night, and in the background is just Grant, ah, 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 <laughs> like la- die, fake dying laughing. They're like, sorry, anytime we're on the phone, like he just loses it. And I was like, just let me talk to him. So I talked to him, and he was just cracking himself up laughing and I was like you guys want more kids <laughs> that's I looked at Allie and Erica at one point on Friday and I was like you haven't done it yet so like if you don't want to like I was like we're doing a third because we already had the second so we're like <laughs> we're in it already it's like you guys only have the one and if you're like even remotely like meh you should just leave it alone just leave it leave it on alone this is a whole other thing oh my god it's so funny um I wrote things down. Let's see what I had written down. Well, first of all, my lift on the way here was literally going like five miles an hour. Literally 55 miles an hour on 270. That's dangerous. It is. I thought we were going to get like pulled over. I was like, this. Yeah. I'm going to have to call Courtney and be like, come get me. <laughs> Help. Um. Wait. Oh, birthday and wedding. That's all I had. Oh. Check, check. Check, check, yeah. check. Did you get check. your dad a Father's Day present? Yeah. What did you get him? Uh, I got him an American flag for the boat. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, he'll, I don't know. I'm good at, like, what my parents offhandedly say they want. Yeah. And it doesn't, it's not usually, like, expensive stuff. Like, my mom really liked my sandals that I wear all the time, but she wanted them in black. So, like, that's what I got her for Mother's Day. Yeah. Dad's been talking about wanting a marine flag, like, made for water. Right. Not, you know, um, for the boat. And so I got him that. So it's like not stuff that's like expensive, but it's stuff they actually like. It's not just shit. Yeah, that they like wanted. Yeah. I got my you? dad a shirt from Ohio's home. <laughs> yeah. 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 I got him the Ohio one that has like the Ohio flag. Mm-hmm. Max has that one. He liked it. Mm-hmm. And that's, I got Max a blue jacket shirt from there too oh, for nice. his Father's Day. Yeah. You know, he's dad. That's like annoying. Okay, it used to be annoying to share Father's Day with my own dad, but at least like with my birthday. But at least my own dad like let me have it because like I was his kid. Yeah, Max is like full on like as soon as like my birthday's (laughs) done and now it's like Father's Day, he's like absolutely not. You don't get shit. And I'm like, but Max, you don't get every day's Father's Day. Yeah, every day. Fathers get what they want all the time. Majority. Uh Yeah, Uh it's true. Those are good gifts, though, because that, that Ohio is home. All their shirts are so soft. They are. Max, yeah. like, wh- everyone I buy him, he wears all the time. Like, yeah. just, like, around the house, not necessarily, like, out and stuff. But sure. I've noticed the ones I bought him, he, like, actually wears them. So I was like, okay. And then I had to buy myself a few things. Obviously. Why not? So I got a cute hat. I got um, a cute shirt that has, like, the outline of Ohio, but inside it is, like, just words that have to do with Athens, which is cute. That is cute. And then I got Danny a matching water bottle that Marley has. Obviously. Like, yeah, because they, 
I told Max, I go, I'm actually worried about our third kid because the amount that I love to already match Marley and Danny, oh. and they're not even the same gender. So whatever my next child is that's the same gender as one of my other children, probably. Who knows? Who knows this day and age? But. Oh, true. <laughs> oh, true. Um, but I feel like all I'm going to want to do is have them be matching all the time. And I didn't think I'd be that mom, but I can't help it. It's like just so cute. Uh, it's cute. I'm wondering... <laughs> It is cute. I'm wondering, though. I actually think it's cuter that they're not the same. I actually think it's cuter that they're boy and a girl um, matching. But I'm wondering, though, if by the time the third one comes, Marley's going to be old enough that you're just going to start recycling Marley stuff. If it's a girl, yeah. Yeah. That's what I feel like will happen. Even, hell, if it's a normal-sized boy. True. Could wear Danny's things. Because Danny will be in, like, 5T at that point. Yeah. And the child can just have... <laughs> Although, we went to the zoo this morning, and a little boy walked up to Danny, and they were, like, same size, same everything, and but he didn't have hair, like, the way Danny doesn't have a lot of hair. Yeah. So, I knew he was younger, and I, yeah. like, looked at the mom, and I was like, oh, how old? She's like, 16 months, which is two months younger than Danny. And I was oh, like, shit. and I was like, whoa! And I was like, sorry. I was like, I don't mean that like that. I was like, I just know he's, like, 99 in everything. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, he's off the charts. Like, the doctors are like, we don't even know. He weighed 30 pounds, she said. God. Yeah, oh he was like God. a tank of a child. That's crazy. Danny's like, he's still 99 in height, but wait, he's gone down yeah. since he's walking more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's still super tall. But this little boy, I was just like, holy hell. You're <laughs> be unstoppable, dude. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Huh. Okay. Shall we get to it? Yeah, we shall. Go. So this is episode 46, which is pretty crazy. That um, is. I feel like we're going to forget to do something for 50. 100%. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like at the, it's going to be in the middle of summer. So like yeah. we'll be. If anyone has a good idea, let us know what we should do for our 50th episode. Like should we go on location? Like should we, like what should we do? Should we take a vacation? I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay. So I wanted to do this person justice. Okay. Um. So, forgive me if I don't, but I'm trying to do this person justice. Um, I'm doing DMX. Ah, rest in peace. R.I.P. So, it starts off real good how I found this. (laughs) I just just love your stationery right now, too. (laughs) Thank you. Like, were you in the doctor's office when you wrote this down? (laughs) I was sitting at the secretary's desk in the school. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I was like, what? Pad of paper. I mean, I have my own pads of paper, yeah. but obviously they weren't in arm's reach. So, um, so I started Googling. My process always goes TMZ first because okay. I want to know who's in current news. Yep. Like what's going on with celebrities. And that always gives me a full dose of too much I want to know. Like, yeah. Chloe and Tristan broke Aww, up Oh, saw that. Yeah, that's sad. But then I went on to Chloe's Instagram and I can't confirm what they're talking about that she like said that they broke up. Maybe she took it down. Maybe. Maybe it was like a story. It could have been a story. I didn't see it. And I was mm. like, hmm, I don't see this. And finally I was like, can they just be done? Yeah. They're like too young and too hot and have way too much money to be stressing over each other. There was some other... News must be pretty slow right now for TMZ. Celebrities must just still be kind of in hiding because there wasn't anything too juicy on there. But then my um, but then my search went to celebrities that died in 2021. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, there's got to be, be someone that have a story behind it if they mm-hmm. died. 
So there was a lot of old people that died, right? Normal old mm-hmm. people. And I was even considering doing one of those. I was just trying to find an old person that had been like super famous, like right. either a child star or something. But I got to DMX before I found anyone like Else. I recognized. And I was like, that's a great one. Um, but the story is, it's a big, it, what's sad is that like the videos and the stuff that I watched and read, it reminds me of like my students. Like his life is something that I see often and it's just, just wait. Okay. It's fucked I actually up. didn't know you had a crazy story. Oh, it's not good. Oh God. It's okay. fucked up. X gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. Okay. So Earl Simmons is his real name. Huh. Um, he was born in 1970, so he was 50 when he died this year. Okay. Which is, like, younger than my parents. Like, he was not old. Yeah. Um, so my notes are kind of everywhere, so I'm kind of gonna just go through chronologically, and then I'll come back and, like, fill in with, like, weird shit that's like, what are you talking about? Okay. Okay, so I didn't really want to, I didn't really want to harp on, like, the mom and what a piece of shit she was at first. <laughs> but then you were like, we have to? Yeah, because I, because listen, people's story, like, I've seen so much that I'm like, people's stories, we don't know the context. Like, should you ever put your hands on your child? No. <laughs> no. But obviously, like, we're reading these from second parties and like, what is true from this? Right. So when I first started going through all of this and they were saying that sort of thing, I was like, well, I'm really probably not going to talk much about that because... We don't know the whole story. Maybe she hasn't said her side, whatever. But then it, like, goes on to get pretty detailed. So mom does, has DMX, well, has Earl at 16. Okay. And it's her second child. And as soon as she tells the boyfriend that she's pregnant, he says to get an abortion. Aww. And she doesn't want to, and she has the kid. And immediately it's a disaster, like, immediately. She's obviously not equipped at 16 to have two children. Right. Um, and just starts, like, beating the shit out of him from a young, young age. Uh. So he... This, this is, like, you're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> when he was six years old, he started throwing chairs at teachers... He started, he stabbed another child with a pencil. Oh. By age seven, the aunt got him drunk. He was starting to steal food for, like, obvious reasons. Uh, By 10, he was expelled from school. And at 10, his mom tricked him into going to a children's home for 18 months. Like, said we were going one place and took him to a, like, you basically give up your rights to the kids and you take him to this home. And so she dropped him there for 18 months. <clears throat> How do you just get your kid back after that is what I want to know. So it's actually pretty hard. Um, you have to go through the court system. Uh, when you give up, <laughs> sadly I know how, uh, when you give up your rights to your kid, uh, you then have to get them like reinstated by a judge. But a lot of people fucking give up their rights to your kids. A weird amount that you would be like, that makes no sense. Um, and after they give them up, they go into the foster care system, but they can still, parents can still walk in any day and try and get them back because especially in Ohio, they favor the 
birth parents. Yes. So it's not that hard for people to get their kids back, even if they've given up their rights to them. And especially because it sh- he has, like, these behavior patterns, even though, like, he was beating the shit out of him. Yeah. She was beating the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, she, they have these behavior patterns that they'd be like, oh, he's troubled. Like, yeah, he was probably too much to handle. Like, you can get him back now. So, goes to that child's home for 18 months. He's there. Tries to burn it down. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, he, (laughs) so he's arrested for arson. To be fair, it's probably a shitty place that should have been burnt down. For sure a shitty place. (laughs) Burn that bitch down. So, this is all happening in New York. He grew okay. up in, like, Yonkers. Yeah. They're not really completely sure of his birth state. It goes, like, back and forth between, like, New Jersey, New York, like, those surrounding areas. Yeah. They don't really know where he was born. Um, so, tries to burn it down, gets in trouble for arson. Clearly disgruntled. The kid is 10 years old, and it's already, already um, a disaster yeah. is happening for him. Poor child. So, he returns home uh, around, he returns home after he gets out of juvenile for that, and he's like 12 to like 14, and he ends up being on the streets for a while. This is weird, this is a weird thing. When he was on the streets, he befriended dog, like stray dogs that were there. Okay. And he said that, like, that's what kept him going is having, like, the stray dogs as, like, pets and someone around him. Aww. I mean, this is a fucking kid. This is a 14-year-old yeah. kid out on the streets. He befriended the dogs. It reminds me of... Sorry. This no. is probably so not, like... The world is about to hate me so much right now, but do what? you remember the movie Oliver and Company? <laughs> <laughs> All the animals that just sang and danced <laughs> in the street and they were like best friends. That's what this dramatic Yeah, that's about. what they did. Yeah. Totally, for yeah. sure. Okay. But, so in his songs, you know how he barks? Yeah. But that comes from, that came from him being in the streets and like dogs being his only friend. He like communicated with them? Not, not like in a weird, not like in a weird level. Just like brought that into music that like, oh, that okay. was someone Wanted like. like appreciate yeah. the dogs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I was like, okay. He barks often. We just thought that was his thing. Yeah. <laughs> Little did we know. Little did we know. Dogs were his friend. Um, so sad as fuck. So after that, he returns home. I'm assuming his mom's of like coming of age at this point she's probably like in her late 20s 30s so she's probably like a little more together he returns home but what he does to get by he goes to school and he has like a whole plan of how he robs people he has to rob three people a day is what he tries to do at school (laughs) like can you imagine if you put this for like good like if he had goals like here's my goal Uh run three people Uh a day like what if his goal would have been like Uh yeah help three people a day right like which like obviously he was robbing people because he had no money because he had a shitty life i'm just saying like isn't that crazy you know yeah like that was his goal was to get three people because he knew like that could get him by like for the rest of the for for the next day so then obviously you was he robbing people at school yeah like that's where he was doing it at (laughs) like that's why he was going to school Clearly that was before they offered the free lunch and breakfast programs. Yes, yes. (laughs) That I hand out to my students every day at summer school. Um, But then it escalates, right? Like everything always escalates. So 
He's getting older. He really, I mean, he's a bigger, I mean, he was kind of lengthy, kind of lengthy when in his younger days, but like he's a bigger dude. Mm -hmm. Um, So then he went to carjacking. Okay. Was his next way to get by. So what you're going to find that's really bizarre about his story is that he's going to take off musically, but be a disaster in his personal life. And the public, we don't really know this is happening. So I'm going to tell you things that are happening at the same time. And you're going to be like, that's weird. Yeah. Um, okay. So he got his name DMX from the drum machine that he used at the group home that he went to. Okay. It's called, like, it had, like, that was the brand of it. Uh, like, it was some weird name I didn't understand. And then DMX drum machine. Okay. So, like, that's actually where he got his name was from the music thing he played on. And he attributes going to that group home for where he got into music because he was with other kids that were listening to hip hop and were like beatboxing and doing that thing. And that's where he got his interest from. That was the first time that he was like introduced to hip hop, beatboxing, that sort of okay. thing. So that's where he got that from. So he actually says that going to that group home was like, he wouldn't have been a rapper like otherwise. Interesting. Right. So he then goes on to say that DMX stands for Dark Man X. Like that's what he kind of creates out of that. I don't know what, no, no other meaning behind that. Okay, so at 16, he is starting to understand that he wants to get into music. He meets this man called um, Red, is it, I think it's Red Ron or Reading Ron, something weird, I don't know, whatever. I wrote down Red Ron, but I don't think that was his, the full name. Doesn't matter. It was an older guy to him, right? So he was in, this older guy was in his 30s and was recognizing that DMX had talent. Yeah. And so was hanging around him. So it's a 30-year-old dude in his 30s, dude hanging around a 16-year-old kid. Already red flags on that one. So many flags. Uh Uh-huh. So many flags. So by that time, the guy, Ron, passes around a joint. And this is the first time that DMX sees drugs, uses drugs. Like, I'm sure his mom and other people around him in his life have, he's seen drugs, but he's never taken them before. Ron, like, passes him the joint. He takes it, whatever. Okay. That's just crazy to me that you can be drunk at seven, but, like, has not yeah. taken drugs by Well, 16. drugs cost money. So, That's if he true. never had any money. Yeah. And probably, so, I'm, I don't, there isn't much on what his mom did, but if I'm living, from my experience, kids that see that want the opposite. Yeah, if that they, makes sense. If they grow up with, like, legitimate crackhead meth-using parents, they go two ways. They either fall into it, or they're like, that's a disaster. I want nothing to do with that. Yeah. So, I mean, he could have been on the path of, like, I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. But what happened, what had happened was, is that Ron had laced that joint with crack. Why? So... That was, like, his first experience, and, like, he actually blames his whole life of drug addiction on that first experience because he was, like, he took advantage of me. Like, I trusted him. He was an adult in my eyes, and he did that to me, and, like, that was the first time I had crack, and, like, obviously he died of a drug overdose. So you can paint the picture in. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, right? Wow. So in 1991, he records his first demo, in 92, he signs with Columbia Records. Now, this would have been when Jay-Z and Jai Rule at the okay. same time. So, it was like in was that this same... this guy? He was Columbia, wasn't he? He was, yeah. I yeah. did mention him, but yeah, yeah, I thought that too. Um, 
that though they were coming up at the same time. So it was like okay. DMX, Jay Z, Jairo, to give you an idea of the time frame. So in 1998, he comes out with his full album. Uh, it's called It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Uh, all five albums he put out back to back to back went to number one. Okay. That was the first time Columbia had ever had that happen. Wow. All five of his records being number one on Billboard. And I believe like his sixth or seventh uh, album put out was only like a couple hundred short of being number one on Billboard again. So like, honestly, everything he put out went to number one. Yeah. So here's the crazy thing is other than like X Go and Give It To You, Mm -hmm. which I don't even know if that's Mm -hmm. the name of that Mm -hmm. song, but I feel like I know him as like a... Collaborating, yeah, it's like a featured artist. So he did, he did a lot of that. So after, um, so that would have been in the two thousands. So or excuse me, in the nineties, in the middle middle ish nineties, is when he had Murder Inc., which was Jay Z, Jairul, and him. Okay, so that's when you would have like. Heard them with like Jennifer Lopez and yeah. like on our now that ten was the CDs. 90s? That was the 90s. Wow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So. Okay. okay. Right. So then he. Okay. To date, he's sold 70 million, 74 million records. Um. So mind you, in 98, he puts out his first full album. He put out a single before that, and it went crazy, so they, like, signed him to do a full album. Okay. So then from 1990... That's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. 1998 to 2001, he was arrested 22 times. What? But in 2001, (laughs) he was nominated for Best Rap Album. Well... You know? 22 times. For what? Drugs? Like, literally anything you can think of, he's been arrested for it. Hmm. Anything you can think of. So, he's, so really, like, 1998 through 2000 were his best years, like, musically, and he started being movies. That was, like, two years. Um, Yeah, but. Three years? Yeah, but, like. Okay, that's so crazy. so that that's like before real like obviously he was arrested a lot, but he was not in a bad way otherwise. So then in 2016, so skip forward some years. In 2016, that was like his first recorded overdose. Okay. Excuse me. He said that it wasn't drugs. He said it wasn't drug related. But he's always had the same lawyer, I'm assuming, ever since he got money. And the lawyer was... Wait, but how do you overdose not on drugs? He was just saying that he just needed to go to the hospital. He was saying so that he was, it wasn't an overdose. He okay. was denying it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like, I thought he was saying he overdosed on like something. I was no, like, what, do you, like, what else do you overdose on other than drugs? Right. Yeah, no. He was just blatantly like not admitting that he had a drug problem and that like, Got, it was yeah. that bad. Okay, okay. So his lawyer came out. It's just like this old white guy. Yeah. And he's at first denies it, said, I can't speak on the topic. I don't know. I wasn't there. A very lawyer way to say things. Yeah. And then later in an interview, he says, but I would be remiss if I didn't say I'm really worried about him. So I think like he finally, like, I think he realized like he needed to bring light to the situation that like 
maybe nothing was going to get better or nothing was going to change if he didn't say anything that like yeah. what you know he hinted at that it was an overdose yeah so that was 2016 so in 2016 and then again in 2019 he was checked into rehab okay checked himself into rehab so and then he admitted that it was an overdose you know whatever when right. you're in the thralls of it you're not you don't know what's happening right yeah so then he also admits or comes out saying that he has bipolar disorder. Okay. So that has made all of this, like, even worse is that when he takes the, you know, it's a whole thing. Like, the chemical yeah. balance in your brain, like, all of that. So he has bipolar disorder. Um, but in 2016, <laughs> Deadpool uses one of his songs in their trailer. Okay. The movie trailer. Yeah. So, like... What's Deadpool? Is that the one with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and yeah. he's, like, the funny... He narrates it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, uh, that came out in 2016? Yeah, I, I know. I was like, wait, hmm? Why do I, like, don't know what time it is? I'm <laughs> so confused I know. at life. I know. I just saw that movie for the first time recently. And it's funny as fuck. It is. And... Um, so that was like obviously a lot of money and like brought him back to the forefront again using yeah. one of his songs in their trailers. Um, okay. So this is where it's also interesting. He gets married uh, and has four children with his wife. It appears like they have a very normal, nice relationship. She finds out mm -hmm. that he has 10 other children while they've been married with other women. Wow. Ten. Can you imagine? Ten. Can you fucking imagine? I would die. Not one. Not seven. <laughs> Wait, are any of them with, like, siblings? Like, is it two women? They each have five kids? Is it, like, no. ten different women? They each have one kid? So he has... Okay, so with his wife, he has four alone. Okay. He has, at this point, he has 15 total children. Okay. Fifteen. With nine different women. How did the... How... <laughs> how... Did, well, I guess, like, what year is this? Uh, I don't... I didn't write down the years. I just feel like, how does no one know about that? Like, what's his face that we make fun of? Um, Which Nick is someone Cannon. else is pregnant by him again. Nick Cannon? Yes, has another woman pregnant. I think that just has to be, like, his M.O., like, what he's trying to do he, I have a feeling, like, he's off the rails. Like, you don't impregnate, like, seven people at once. And Maybe, then, like, he thinks he's, like, so great that he just needs, like, a million That's, like, babies. a God mentality. Like, you have to, like, Like, Kanye? It. Yeah. Kanye probably thinks that about himself. <laughs> yeah. That's another one we're waiting on. We need to... I don't know if I'll story. ever be able to do We're Kanye, waiting on that honestly. story. We're waiting on that story. Um, um, okay, so, yeah. Has 15 children at this point. Uh, obviously, his wife left him. After the ten, after she found out about yes. the ten, yes, good for you. Um, and then he had one recently. Like he he had a kid. Um, I believe he got married again and had a kid. I would say like in the late, like probably like two thousand eighteen, mm -hmm. had a kid because he came out with an album titled with that kid's name. It was like Exodus. Oh, okay. I believe is what it was. Um, so obviously he was living high on the hog for a while. Yeah. You know, he, I mean, had a lot of money because he had all of the success in a pretty Such short, a short amount of time. Short amount of time. Yeah. So mind you, he has 15 children at this point. He owes millions in child support. I'm sure. Millions. He goes bankrupt three times. 
How do you go bankrupt three times? You owe so much. You like owe so much money that you are just like defaulting on all of it. So that's just a thing. You can just owe so much money that you're just like, okay, guys, sorry. Yeah. Can't give it to yeah. you. You like fi- X can't give it to X you. Can't. He cannot give it to you. That's great. X cannot give it to you. I'm assuming that they did. I don't know much about child support, but I'm assuming that they did those calculations when he was living and making a lot of money. Yeah. And then he had 15 kids and they were doling out a million dollars a month. So that's $15 million a month for just kids. And he wasn't making that much money. No one. Right. You're not making that much money. So I just think they said it was truly just the child support that he declared it three times. Wow. Yeah. I was like, don't you think someone would have like adjusted that a little bit <laughs> after the second time? Oh, don't you think you should have thought about that when you were getting also, a million and one people pregnant? Also. I swear on my life, men should just get vasectomies at like age mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. and then they're not allowed to undo mm-hmm. it until they pass a test. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's wild. Kelly um, Kelly for president. Kelly for president <laughs> over here. Um, so that kind of ends like the really famous things that he did or like notable things that and we would recognize that he did um so and two but he did come out with albums he he did but they weren't um they weren't as like popular yeah one got close but that was it um he ended up having in 2009 he had beef with Ja Rule Mm-hmm. And him and Jay-Z. So they ended Murder, Inc. because, like, all three of them were feuding with each other. Um, so he had bad blood, like, within that community. And I'm pretty sure Jay-Z, like, owns the rap industry and hip-hop industry. So I don't think that boded well for him. Yeah. Um. So then it was just in April that he had his, they said, a heart attack. And then once it came out later, it was obviously, like, induced by an overdose. Okay. And then he was in a vegetative state. uh, And then he ended up dying on April 9th. He went out on the 2nd and died on the 9th. So when you chose to do him, did you know any of this? No, I did not. (laughs) The bag of worms? Whoa. Bag of worms. Can of worms? Yeah. It could be a bag in this case. It's huge. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. a pretty crazy life and I'm sure I didn't even like touch on all of it but that was it was wild so he had a terrible I mean he had a sweet couple years but honestly he was addicted to drugs for all of it yeah and probably didn't feel like and he probably didn't feel in control because he had bipolar yeah disorder so he probably lived a very torn life his whole life that's sad yeah well, hopefully he, like, legitimately is resting in peace. Yeah. I wonder, how, like, how old his 15 children are or what they're doing. I don't know. It'll be curious if, um, like, they go into music or any of that right. stuff. I can't imagine there's any money left. No. So it's not like they'll get by just on, you know, name alone. Right. And especially since there's 15 of them. Um, but I would imagine that, like, one of the 15 it could probably make it, you know, if they wanted to. But, yeah. Interesting. Crazy. It was sad. The majority of it, I was like, wow, shit, that's, this is what I'm dealing with. Like, that's why we say, like, we're, we, to each other, teachers or administrators or secretaries will say, like, that we're close to losing this kid to the streets. Yeah. Like, you know when it's about to happen and you can't 
the draw to the streets is so big that you can't keep them in the structured school environment because they're held accountable. And like we know right when a kid is ready to go to the streets and we do everything we can to not have that happen. But ultimately, like we're only responsible for a kid six, seven hours a day. Right. There's a lot of other hours in the day. And like clearly now he would if he was born nowadays, his life could have turned out a lot different. Maybe he never would have been a rapper. Right. Because the schools would have noticed what was going on and he probably would have gotten taken from his mom and like Things could be did different. He, did it talk about his relationship with his mom no. anymore? Uh-uh. It doesn't. Because I wonder once he got money, like, uh-huh. what she did uh-huh. or how she acted. Right. Which, honestly, he pro- I mean, the majority of those cases, like, they take them back. Yeah. And, like, support them and help them. Yeah. Because they see that it was just drugs or they see that it was just, like, out of desperation or whatever. Well, I mean, you love your parent unconditionally. Yeah. Like, a parent yeah. loves a child, like, hopefully loves their child unconditionally. Um, you know what the 15 kid thing also reminded me of was, um, what's it called? What was the show we watched in college? Um, Big Love. Oh, Big Love. Big Love is so good. Oh my gosh. All the children. That's probably like a similar mentality though of like men being like, I need to have as many kids as I can, but like I need multiple women to do it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not the same person. Yeah. Fuck the patriarchy. Men. Yeah. That's crazy. Worst. Anyway. Um, wow, that was good. Good job. I knew nothing about him, honestly. And his voice to me sounds like Ja Rule, and he kind of sounds like Busta Rhymes. So I feel like they all get confused mm-hmm. for me in general. I can see that, yeah. I think DM, well, I would say that maybe DMX was the most popular out of all of them. Probably made the most money. Because Jai Rule yeah. was only popular, like, on featuring... We'll have to do them. We'll see if there's any. Because Jai Rule's got himself into some shit, so... Ooh, that's a, that'd uh-huh. be a good that'd one. That'd be a good one. <laughs> oh, did you... Yeah, we talked uh-huh. about that on here, I think. Uh-huh. Fire yeah. Fest. Mm-hmm. That was shit that uh-huh. I was like... That kid was a legit oh, sociopath. That'd be a good person to do. Sociopathic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fucking... I love a good sociopath. Ugh. Okay, so that kind of led me to, like, a thing I thought about recently. Mm -hmm. What do you think in people's lives, like, do you believe, like, in nature versus nurture? Like, what do you think is, like, how you're brought up versus what is, like, you were born that way? Like, he would have been born with bipolar, but, like, how much of, like, his, like, upbringing contributed to, like, other factors in his life? Sure. It being undiagnosed. Yeah. Right, you know? Um... I think I'm a big, well, obviously, like, science, right? Science. So, things that are biologically, like, unchanged, right? Like, bipolar. Mm-hmm. Things that, like, are are not within your, your, you can't do anything about it. Right. Those are unchanged. But I feel like it 100% comes from how you are raised. Yeah. How you, what environment you grew up in. Well, and I also feel like true crime that I listen to a lot, mm-hmm. and you do too, like, majority of those people had shitty lives. Yes. Like, there are very few people that, like, had good families and nice yes. moms, and, like, those people yes. are like, well, you kind of do wonder, like, what did happen. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like a lot of people's, um, 
like retort to mm-hmm. that would be like there's a lot of people who have shitty lives and don't grow up to be serial of killers of course so then you do have to wonder like i think there has to be a little bit of both but i don't but i would argue the fact of people that are like serial killers or like people that like kill their whole families or stuff like that there's they're mentally that's science there's something wrong that's yeah. not anything that could have been changed like i think that person like maybe fooled themselves up into a point and then finally like snapped and couldn't overcome the science part of it anymore um like the nurture wasn't enough and like something's wired wrong in their brains yeah i don't think now listen like someone that uh, like oh the guy that um <laughs> you say looks like max Oh, yeah. Now yeah. that now that I killed me, his wife and two kids. Yes. Now yeah. that one is a little strange to me because that falls under like a different category that I don't necessarily think anything was wrong in his brain. Like I think he got like mixed up. Like it was that was like he consciously chose those decisions and got mixed up in it. I don't think there was like some, you know, wires crossed or anything like that. Well, I also think there's a difference. Well, there's a difference in a lot of things. I think like any crime of passion, yes. I can like yeah, yeah. That's true. in my head wrap my mind around. Yes. Like I felt so angry before that I in my head sure. I'm like, gosh, I, could do I understand right now yeah. how people just punch people in the face yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I get that aspect Agreed. of it. But I think like serial killers or I even think like gang affiliated things. Mm-hmm. Like Oh yeah. That's like Mm-hmm. Killing people multiple times, but I even think those are two different things. Like serial killer, I would say is in your brain fucked up. Whereas I think like gang related killings uh-huh. or like mafia or whatever, that I think is more nurture of, of like course. you're just around it so much that you are basically taught like that this is fine how mm-hmm. you treat people. Mm-hmm. Where serial killerness, I think literally they're like fucked up in the head. They can't help it. Like, yeah. how many serial killers have they, like, talked to that, like, can't... They say they cannot help but kill people. Yeah. Like, that's just what they want to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Crime's a passion. Completely different. Lifestyle. Like, living in a life of crime. Like, growing yeah. up that way. You just think it's normal. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. That makes sense. But still crazy. Still crazy. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Huh. Huh. I wanted to do update on Bachelorette, which you're not watching... Do, 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 update. No, but last night's episode was good. This girl, I like her. Her name's Katie. She was from last season of The Bachelor, and she was the girl who, like, when other girls were just being, like, shitty and sucking, she would be like, can you stop being shitty and sucking and stop being mean? And, like, she went to The Bachelor, and she ended up getting cut pretty much because she, like, didn't start it. She did, but she, like, went and basically was like, this girl sucks, this girl sucks, this girl sucks. They're being really mean to these other people. And he ended up kind of like letting all of them leave. Yeah. But then when you went back and you watched it, you're like, oh, wow, she was telling the truth. Like, those girls all yeah. did suck. But in the time as The Bachelor, you're like, you're causing you don't drama. Know. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people, it was like a whole Team Katie situation where oh. everyone was like, she called out the bullies and like yeah. she was good. So they gave it to her. She's like a quirky person. Like, uh-huh. she's not who they would typically pick, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like, yeah. she seems kind of out there. Like, yeah. I like her, though. Um, and it kind of makes me think either they're not producing it the way they used to, or the contestants have more say than I think they do. Because she's, like, consistently told people to leave that, like, 
are dramatic and weird. Whereas, like, usually they keep those people for, like, the drama yeah. of the show. So it's making me wonder if, like, either the producers have caught on and they're like, hey, people don't want to be on the show anymore because they know they're about to get, like, 20 people that don't even give a fuck and maybe yeah. one person does and then they don't end up with the love of their life. Or just the people in the past were fucking stupid and didn't really know what was happening. But I would say it's probably changing. I would think so, too. I would guess. That's what um, I would guess. But I like her a lot. She's pretty funny and she's pretty down to earth. And we were talking, Heather came over to watch last night and uh-huh. we were talking like if we were on the show. Yeah. And I was saying like, I would love to be the Bachelorette. Like, if I could be the Bachelorette. You don't say. I know. Max and Heather said the same thing. <laughs> but I would be a shitty contestant mm-hmm. on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I could hang in a group of, like, 20 women and, like, be civil and nice. And, like, like I'd probably end up like the Katie girl did. We're, like, just getting cut off. In your younger like, years, you could have. Now, you today, no. In your younger years, you could have. But I also think in my younger years, I might have just gotten too caught up with being everyone's best friend. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying, that yeah. you could have done it in your younger years. Right, but like then I feel like the guy would be like, you don't actually like me. You're just like friends with all these girls. And I'd yes. be like, I'm having so much fun. Don't send yeah, me Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, can I get free pizza for me? <laughs> yeah or nay? <laughs> um, Max was saying he would be a horrible bachelor, which he would, because he hates making decisions, and he oh, does not like yeah. disappointing people, and he yeah. hates conflict. But he would be very good bachelor contestant. Yes. And Heather was saying, she goes, she's like, guys, this is probably the nicest thing I've ever said about myself. And I was like, Heather, you need to tell yourself way nicer things because there's a million nicer things than what you just said. But she goes, I think I'd make it very far in The Bachelor. Like, I think I'd be like one of the final four contestants. I could see that. And I was like, because you're a real authentic human being who's also gorgeous? Yes, you definitely would. can be quiet and reserved if she needs to be. So like quiet enough to keep going through. Yeah. Like fly under the radar. Yes. But like when she's with the dude, Uh be like normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then you would never know. Yeah, I would agree with that. So what would you be, a better contestant or bachelorette? Uh, You'd be a good bachelorette, in my opinion. I don't know. I feel like you like know what you want. And you'd be like, get away from me, like you, get away from me. Well, it would make for entertaining television. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I was like, if I was The Bachelor, I'd probably walk in and just like look Salone, which is horrible. no, no. I'd be like, five of you are cut immediately. I'm so sorry. You're repulsive. (laughs) Get out. That's or funny. age-wise. I'd be like, anyone oh. under the age of 25, you can just you go ahead and leave. You need to go. <laughs> we have nothing to talk you about. You could be the most mature human you've ever met, yeah. but... It ain't it. Kid. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. That's um, funny. But yeah, she's good. good. So, just wanted to update you on that. If you wanted to join in on that. Got it, got it. Um, I have a question that um, Rose sent me this morning. Ready. It's a good one. Okay. Would you rather walk in on your parents having sex or have your parents walk in on you having sex? Ooh. 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 <laughs> I th- I think walk in on them. I think so too. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Yeah. Is in my mind, not like I like ever picture right now I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be like it's happening. Ah. But, like, you know they have sex because yeah. you're alive. Yeah. Whereas, like, yes, I have children now. So, like, my parents no. definitely know <laughs> I have sex. But, like, I still just think that's something that, like, growing up you know about your parents. Yeah. Whereas, like, you never want to know about your child. No. I would agree. 
Yeah. I think it's, yeah. And I did walk into my parents having sex once when I was little. <laughs> did they say, like, they were wrestling? Um, well, apparently, I, like, immediately shut the door, and my dad was like, Kelly, if you ever do that again, I'll, you're, like, come in the door without knocking, I'll kill you. And I, I said, if I ever see that again, I'll kill myself. <laughs> it's, like, one of my dad's favorite stories. I honestly don't really remember it. So, like, I feel like I blocked it out a little bit, but my dad's told the story so many times that, like, I just now know it. Oh, my but. God. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like that's a really great place to end, and we've gone over an hour. I don't know. I don't know how. Thanks for every sticking time. with us. I every don't time. No, what? Where, when? Yeah. Um,. Okay, send us an email. The emails have been really slow lately, guys. Two girls yeah. in Ohio at gmail.com. Also, Instagram. I did a post recently where I told people to tag other people to follow us, and no one said anything. And that made me sad. So, if like someone could just do something. Also, we haven't had a review since February of 2020. So, if someone could leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I mean, come on, guys. Like, just. Even if you're not our friend, you know, the randoms that listen to this. Yeah, I would love to know who you are. Yeah, let us know who you are. Talk to us. We want to be your friend. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye.